but it was also miserable. And we were sitting in these office chairs that if you like lean back a little bit, even a tiny, tiny bit, you were completely horizontal. <laughs> like, like it was, they had a lot of get up and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was no, like, it didn't, like, catch you at any point. You'd be like, whoa, like, your feet were suddenly, like, in the same plane as your eyes. And there was a man who I privately referred to as the Rat King because he looked exactly like a cartoon rat. <laughs> he had, like, a big belly that hung over his pants. He was wearing a gray suit. And he had like a lot of this, like a lot of muzzle. Yeah. Like his little pointed face that came out and he had little pointy ears and he even had a notch out of one of his ears, just like a cartoon rat. <laughs> and the rat king was quitting smoking. So oh. he came in and he slapped his cell phone and his Nicorette gum on the table. And then at key moments during the rest of the day, he would lean all the way back in his desk chair and then bounce, so he's now horizontal. <laughs> and then he would balance, hold an arm's length away the Nicorette gum packet with the foil side facing his face, and no. he'd punch out the uh-huh. gum and catch it in his mouth like a shark. <laughs> I was with that human being for 18 uh, hours. Oh my god. Oh my god. Pep- oh Ugh. no. Hey. Y'all ready for this? Yeah, I am ready for this. What is this? This is Categorical Oracle, the podcast where we pit our organizational skills against the disorder of the modern world. My name is Andrew Crawford, and with me as always are... Mary Johnston! Kelly Kennedy. So every episode we are challenged to organize a themed list of people, places, and or things using carefully crafted categories. We've conducted our, our category prep cloistered away from one another and come prepared to delight, shock, and dominate our fellow oracles with our organizational prowess. With all that said, let's begin. Do it! What's our topic? Oh, we've got a... Woo! We've got a good one today. Today is... Poor, well, I, I say... <laughs> with, admittedly, Andrew, of course, says that because he, he made chose the list. topic yeah. and made the list. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, and we're, we're juiced up for it. So what's mm. it going to be? Poorly used quotes. Just to be extra specific here, when I say poorly used, I mean common quotations people tend to use in day-to-day life or in special situations sometimes that mean something different than people think they mean. So that's what we're doing today. Let me ask you a question first. Do you ever do you guys ever watch the uh, the X Men cartoon from the nineties? Yes. Yes. Okay. Basically daily. That's I mean basically like, daily. That's how I know that Storm is awesome and yeah. that um, Gambit's a bit rapey. <laughs> Fair. Do y'all do you? Marjorie, away from me. <laughs> uh, do you all recall the character Beast? Of yes. course, I yeah. love Beast. Do you realize? Do you remember his? He's the blue one. Yeah, indeed. Correct. Super blue. Once portrayed by Kelsey Grammer in an X Men. I was about to say, isn't yeah. he Kelsey Grammer? Shut up. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's in the one, one the, uh... that's all about that. Like being an X Men is actually about being HIV positive. Oh. Right. Yeah, it's it's the last of the original trilogy. I think the with the one... winged angel. I've yeah. seen an X-Men movie and it's X-Men. <laughs> Kelly's like, I went straight to the source. Anywho, I bring up Beast because do you guys recall one of his character ticks or quirks, let's say, charms, was to periodically Yeah, let's uh, say quote... ticks, careful. Careful. <laughs> oh, funny reference because of his hair. <laughs> bit, bit rude, Mary, but okay. He might have had ticks. I mean, one assumes, Just, right? Do you think he has the limes? 
<laughs> Riddled with the limes. Riddled. The, limes. the man has so much lime disease you can use him to make a margarita. <laughs> so part of his deal was that he liked to quote, uh, to uh, lay out a famous quote every now and then. Like, by every now and then, I mean, like, every time he was on like screen. A, like a dollar like a machine gun. a Boom. dollar earned? No, like, he would quote, like, Thoreau or someone like that. And oh. He'd seem very snotty about Live, it. Live, laugh, love. Dance like nobody's watching. Beautiful. I bring it up because I recall being um, a younger, a child, sort of a, uh, on the verge of pr- uh, puberty. It's like 11 years on old. On the verge of manhood. I on, think the, you're... on the cusp of blossoming. Yeah, indeed. Into a young man. <laughs> Why don't we use that language about men? Anyway. Not not quite not quite a man, not quite a boy. That was me. Eleven yeah. years old uh, in sixth grade. I call this because I I had an inclination. I, I think I caught some some like syndicated episodes of the show, and it's like, oh, Beast is pretty rad. I was a nerdy kid, needless to say. You're like, I love how he's always quoting Thoreau. Yeah, <laughs> I like how he's always like. On Walden Pond. And they're like, how does this relate to kicking butt? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it just be a real treat? If... He's like, pull taxes! <laughs> they're like, we're trying to save the Statue of Liberty, Beast. Get with it. It's like, let me tell you about the Statue of Liberty. What if we're sort of a Mr. Peabody character? <laughs> just a, a bespectacled Beast who gives, actually, gives historical information. Actually, if Beast could be a little bit more condescending a la Mr. Peabody, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, be real I always loved how... How condescending he was to Sherman. Mm, Sherman, you twat. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, Sherman, you little nincompoop. I guess I will save us from certain death. And educate you at the same time. Despite the fact that your brain will not retain it, Sherman. (laughs) Despite the fact that you wear glasses, you're quite stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sherman. Anyway, so I was young and I saw an episode, uh, sort of a, a, a stars aligned briefly. In 1996, where I happened to catch an episode of the X Men, and I happened to get my first ever weekly planner that came with uh, my school stuff when I first started middle school. Was and it a trapper keeper? No, no, it was like a little little shitty calendar with like hmm. a ring. Yeah, binder. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was like, mine and gum wrappers. Wow, cool. so cool. I uh, in mine, it was littered, littered with famous quotes. Oh, and I recall thinking to myself, yeah, just like Beast, just like Beast. And I was like. I kind of debated, should I be a kind of guy who knows a lot of quotes and pulls them out every once in a while? And what happened? I asked my mom what she thought. Yeah, what'd she And she was like, you could do that, (laughs) I guess. Your mom also thought it was a good idea for you to have a rat tail. She did. So, you know, bad on that one. Good on the, maybe you could, for quotes. I bring it up because um, quotes are a thing. I would like to tell you right now that if you were a man who was always spieling out quotes I would have 100% not married you <laughs> That's <laughs> just fair. so you know I like to read a passage from Walt Whitman's you wouldn't read it you know, know you it. know it, it. oh god it. this is why I never became that guy um, you'd be like if you don't if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve <laughs> me at my best he just says hang in there <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, then, yeah. uh, and then holds up a tree branch above me like eh, <laughs> eh, you wanna with me forever hang in there I bring this up because again this, this is the first point I remember really thinking of quotes as a thing in my life and it sort of like lingered because obviously I decided not to become an asshole and quote things randomly all the time either that wallpaper goes or I do but then he died all the while 
Oscar, Oscar Wilde. Wilde. Oliver Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Wilde, Oscar Wilde's brother. Oscar, Oscar Wilde's adopted little Please, little scam. Sir, may I have some more droll quotes? <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more opium? <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more sex? <laughs> Perhaps a hand job, if you would, governor. Uh, so quotes, quotes are a thing that I, you know, are, are around. You hear them, you see them in books, you catch them in movies. I don't think about it too much, but this one particular episode of Mad Men, which I, I can see that I haven't seen in years, but stuck with me, uh, is... Uh, but it was quote-worthy? <laughs> hey you. <laughs> stuck in your head like a good quote? Yeah. Well, you know, like an okay quote. That's, um, that episode is uh, season five, episode nine, called Dark Shadows. And in it, uh, Stan Rizzo, my uh, TV spirit animal. That's true. Uh, thank you. And uh, quotes... Percy Shelley's Ozymandias to Ginsburg, uh, particularly the last and most famous line, look upon my works, ye mighty, and despair. In a second, we'll get to the one, which happens to be the first item on our list today, which we'll uh, talk about more in a second. But uh, the, the thing I love most about this is not that he quoted it, but that Roger Sterling, without missing a beat, says, you should read the rest of that poem, you boob. Which should be the quote. Which should be the quote, really. That's yeah. the quote. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's the, the new quote. quote. Yeah, you should read the rest of that poem, you boob. Um, In fact, just imagine every time Andrew says one of these new quotes. <laughs> the word quote, boob is at the, the end. The word boob. Is, he is, you like, are responding to him outwardly. Oh, Read I thought, the rest of it, I, you boob. I thought it should be like, because uh, he's going to read the rest of us. I think it should be like an in-bed situation. Oh, like, yeah. Read your, <laughs> read your uh, fortune and then insert in bed, so... Yeah. Look, look upon my work. What is the quote? Look upon my works, ye mighty, mighty, and despair, despair ye boob. boob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I mentioned all this um, basically just as an excuse to talk about weird quotes. Do you guys have any favorite weird quotes? Um, I probably do, but all I remember is that one time, <laughs> one time my brother was working at um, like a, a little clinic when he was in med school, and he had to put together this presentation for like a training presentation and I was over at his house while he was making the PowerPoint and when he didn't he had a quote that started it off and when he wasn't paying and it was something like you know a patient's life is the most important thing and like care and like very yeah. very that mm-hmm. and underneath it I attribute it to Captain Hook because <laughs> I thought that that would be amazing and I'm, I, I'm not sure if it stayed or not I'm not sure but he was really amused by it so I really enjoy any quote that's like overquoted and then attributing it to Captain Hook because it makes it infinitely better. <laughs> Falsely mm. attributing. Falsely attributing it to Captain Hook. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> Captain, Captain Hook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's, here's the new game. Every quote ends with boob. You boob. And, and Captain Hook said it. it. Yeah. Captain Hook. Challenge accepted. So uh, picking back up to the actual topic at hand. So I, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, look upon my works, ye mighty in despair. Number one on our list. Uh, the line coming from Percy Biss. Biss? Bice? I don't know. I do not know how to pronounce his middle name. I'm going to say Biss. Because none of the ways you say it makes any goddamn sense. Why don't you say Percy Shelley? Because it's funny say, to say Biss. I think you should say Percy Bisque Shelley. <laughs> Percy. That's 100% correct. No way that's not wrong. Let's <laughs> just call it a day. Uh, anyway, so Percy Bisque Shelley's. Uh, Ozymandias, a poem uh, which I can actually read for you in full length because it's pretty short. Um, Please do. Let me pull it up real fast. Welcome to Categorical Oracle Cultural Corner. Um, Your moment of culture. 
<laughs> you might want to culture. <clears throat> I'm <clears throat> I met a traveler from an I met a traveler from an antique land who said two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those passions read. Which yet serve Man, reading poetry is hard. Yeah. Which yeah. which yet survive stamped on those lifeless things. The hand that mocked them, the heart that fed, and on the pedestal these words appear. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look up look upon my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remains, round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sand stretch far away. Another helping, please. <laughs> Uh, this is what I will thank you both for giving me a poem to read at your wedding. <laughs> the poem I gave you, to be fair, it was much easier than that poem. Yeah, there were a lot. I don't know. There's like a lot of weird spacing in There's that a lot poem. of misplaced periods in this poem. Not yeah. misplaced. That's unfair. Weirdly placed You did a beautiful job. Thank yeah, you. you crushed it. I Much better yeah, than I just did. Let me backtrack on that and say thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You did a very nice job and made people yeah. cry. Oh, yeah. I, I bet I, I made a lot of poetry scholars cry with my, my <laughs> brutal reading of that. Oh, yeah, yo. Anyway, so, as you might have gleaned from the full poem, uh, the upshot of this poem is not that, uh, you know, I do awesome things, look upon them and be sad about it, like the poem might recommend, but actually that uh, time happens, man. Shit fades. Strictly speaking, the poem is actually about the sort of decline of the works of, uh, of sort of strong men and the power of art to survive. But it sounds like something a junior VP would say to get his his people pumped up to sell things. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about this uh, quotable? I've never heard a real person say this. That's an excellent yes. point. Correct. So I'm not really sure how it would be used, but it definitely, if just reading it, look upon my works, you mighty in despair. To me, it sounds like it sounds like something that like Green Day would say. <laughs> oh yeah, to George W. Yeah. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> like like eh, it's forever. Which I guess does kind of get at it. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do kind of feel like I, I do enjoy this poem a lot, but it does, does make me feel like a, you know, like an angsty kid in a gifted and talented class in high I school. Don't think, <laughs> like it's oh, not, I don't it's think not. it's wrong. I just think that usually, if you're using quotations to justify your own work, that's a tricky thing to do. Mm. Yeah, like I don't think I think that the sentiment is correct, and I think that you could. You could like kind of describe. I, I think this is something that's better prefaced versus mm. saying to somebody. You need to like. There needs to be some context around it. That's Otherwise, fair. it sounds a little bit like you just put <sighs> your barely hairy, ball, hairy balls on the table, like, <laughs> and want people to be impressed by it. Look upon my balls, ye mighty and despair, yeah. you boobs. They dropped <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. <laughs> <laughs> See. Great game. Perfect. I do love. The thing I love about this is that clearly it, there's a sort of like brilliance to it, and that you know douchebags will say it theoretically in real life and not realize what they're saying. But that's kind of the whole point of the poem. Yeah, that, I love this it. one yeah. I didn't really get a lot of that from. Mm. It's pretty close to what it means, but I do think the longer meaning of it is more interesting because you could just be like, "Look upon my works, you mighty in despair," and it just sounds like bra- like you're bragging. Mm. But like, so I called this a rough cut. Rough cuts. Mm, okay. Because I think that the long form is better and that the shortened form of it, usually if something is shortened, it's pithier and, and like better, punchier. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is not. Yeah, you really got to go all the way on this one. 
You yeah. should read the rest Ozymandias, of that Ozymandias, no, no half measures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went deep on this and decided T- to... Take, take us along for the ride. Poop. And called it <laughs> <laughs> poop on a wall. Oh. Oh. Uh, so basically, I concentrated on the aspect of art and war kind of being two things and that the warriors think that they're going to be the ones who are uh, impressive or like the ones who will be remembered but really it's the art that that remains or the architecture uh, so I unless call they it bomb it. yeah unless <laughs> they bomb it so I called it Gustav Klimt's Portrait of Adele Blochbauer one <laughs> it's a real deep cut guys okay it is over to, to the art yes, the art quarter. The art quarter. Art it cart, is please. Quite Sister a, Wendy, tell us what's yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, it is one of the most famous instances of the Nazis stealing work from Jewish people. Mm. And then the granddaughter's nieces had to have a very long court case to There's get it back. There's a movie with Ryan Reynolds as the lawyer. And Helen Mirren. Yeah. That is what it is about. It's yeah. The Woman in Gold. The Woman in Gold. Have hmm. you ever seen it? Weirdly you enough, yes. In theaters. No, so, I'm without expecting to. Art. Oh yes. no! Oh no! Yeah. Never. Just the movie. Just the movie. Whenever they show the art, we close our eyes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I it's like it's immoral um, to look at art. <laughs> I, I think it's like reading a book, looking at art. Yeah. If there's a movie about it, we just watch the movie. Watch movie. Yeah, every that's... time we, every time we thought that there was, it's like Medusa. We have to see it through a lens, otherwise it'll turn me to stuff. We actually turned on our phone cameras to look at it through them. <laughs> Each time it came on the screen. Through the screen. Every you know. time I thought we'd see the art, I stood up and turned around so I was facing the back of the movie You guys are being such dicks. Because basically what I was going to say <laughs> is that I think that Mary would enjoy the second portrait of Adele Blackflower. But. What's she, that? Now she doesn't get to see it. I, <laughs> it, it it's not gold. It's all, um, it, it's like a full color portrait. Pretty. I'll look oh. it up. Oprah owned it. Wow. She just sold it. You know what I would say to Oprah if I met her? First of all, I'd be like, where's Gail? (laughs) Second of all, I would be like, Stedman, that's fake, right? And third of all, I would be like, that belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) You got to have your priorities straight. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Can I tell a quick story? Please. One of the girls who I went to college with is the personal assistant of Gail. You're lying. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oprah's personal assistant has a personal assistant? Well, uh, duh. Have you seen... Also, Oprah's personal assistant... Is her best is friend. Is not Gail. Is not Gail. Oh, Gail yeah. is on TV every day. Gail is her best friend. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> like, also, Oprah has, like, multiple personal assistants. <laughs> Let's be real here. Because she's not, you know... Oprah's got shit to do with her life. Yeah. And she's a delight to work for, it, from what I understand. Yeah. So, like, people want to be her personal assistant. I believe assistant. that. She pays you in trips to... Hawaii and she cars. Pays, <laughs> she pays you in purple leather gloves <laughs> and, and saltwater taffy <laughs> and old issues of O magazine. <laughs> and I'm just like thinking of things that commonly appear on her favorite things list. Oh, yeah. chocolate, and chocolate, yes, chocolate that comes in tiered boxes. Yes. Oh, guys, don't forget bread. Oh, I yeah. no. love bread. 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 She says it with such reverence. Bread. Love. And um, don't forget, car! <laughs> you get a car! <laughs> Giving away cars. Have you ever seen that you one? You get bees? You, you get, get bees. bees. Yeah. Anywho, so she owned this painting. Right? Yes, yeah, she owned this painting. Not this painting. Not the first portrait, the second portrait. It's a thing. Uh, so, yeah. I like that category. It's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That... These are all my... Ca- I will t- warn you all now. They it's, all go deep? They're all deep cuts. Are they all as cultural? Are they all rolling in the deep? <laughs> oh, God. No. 
It's no. funny because it's a painting of someone named Adele. It's also funny See? because it's a quote. It's a quote. <laughs> uh, man, this is this might be to date the most cultural episode of Categorical Oracle. We got Klimt. We got Bis Bisque Shelley. We got we got Mad Men. We got Beast from the X Men. Shit. Everything. We keep singing. We talked about Kelsey we, Grammer, who was yeah, Beast. Oh, whoa. Kelsey Grammer, who has a very posh voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> we keep singing. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, we're really. I, I think I think we're finally taking a turn to a higher level of cultural relevance and, and quality. And to think, you guys wanted me to start this podcast by talking about a time a fully naked lady <laughs> took a loud poop in a locker room. <laughs> Aren't you ashamed of yourselves? No. no? You know why? Art. 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 We were ignorant then. We didn't. We were savages. We didn't know the power, the power of arts just, and culture. I thought you were going to say the human condition should never apologize for itself. <laughs> that woman was definitely not apologizing nope. for herself, <laughs> and also not blinking at us when she was swimming. <laughs> anyway, so um, I, I focused very on, goldfishy. Yeah. yeah, I focused on the aspect of the uh, sort of douchey bros potentially using this and getting hoisted up by their own petard by not knowing what's going on, and I called it broetic justice. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I like that. Uh, what's going to be, Andy? Oh, I get to decide? Well, what do well, you I think? Win. I win. I win. That's it. how it works. No. Um, Ronnie Mary, what was yours again? Rough Cuts. It's not Rough good. Cuts. You Rough guys cuts. are better. And yours? Which portrait of Adele? Block <laughs> The one. One, not two? Just one. You sure? Yep. Okay. That's it's the, the gold one. <laughs> uh, because it, it's it's about... it. It is the most famous... Work not the most famous. It is a famous work oh, of art stolen by the Nazis. the Nazis. It survived the Nazis. Well, it was stolen by the Nazis and then given to a museum in Austria, the country in which this woman was murdered. And, and then Helen Mirren was like, that doesn't belong in your museum. Basically. <laughs> but also uh, the woman who Helen Mirren exp- inspired. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Mary? Oh, man, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. I like your category, Andrew, but I think it'll be better used elsewhere because I don't think a bro would ever say this. You make a good point. So I think it goes to Kells. Thank you. Keeping that culture level high. Thanks, guys. Keep the culture level high and our shoulder pads high. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Mary, I think like your category, you, you, you kind of pulled out, but don't, don't give yourself short shrift. The second item on our list. Oh man! <laughs> Which I will tell you, I wrote, I read many times as short shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, man, that's so personal. That's like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Measuring poop. Wow. Wow. Oh, don't give short poops. Only long poops. Only long ones. So I do. I guess only the... sevens on the Bristol stool chart. I think that this is really commonly. <laughs> Look that up, friends. Wow. I think this is really com- commonly mispronounced as short shift. Yes. Or short heard... shrift. Or short shrift. Shrift short. I guess also to the, ner- to the nerds out there, strictly speaking, this is more of an idiom than a quote. I do not apologize. <laughs> I would love uh, it if there's somebody if there's somebody who's in their car driving somewhere and they're yelling, "It's an idiom!" I would like you to, to message us. <laughs> Give me yeah. a call. I will send you a Whitman sampler. <laughs> you weird, weird bastard. By which you mean a sample of Walt Whitman's poetry. <laughs> You're ruining it. I was going to yeah. hollow out the chocolates and put Walt Whitman in there. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's a cherry. Oh. It's just, no, it's a, it's a, it's a heart shape. Someone pre-poked these to find out what was inside. <laughs> oh, that's so helpful. These are like fortune cookies, but gross. These are fortune cookies, but not sanitary. <laughs> or you just, you just have a heart-shaped box full of leaves of grass. Oh, man. 
Leaves and grass, leaves. Oh, man. Oof. This is the culture's dropping. Keep going. Keep okay, going. Keep it going. Keep it going. All right. So the, the quote slash idiom is to give short shrift. So, you know, this is one I think it's fairly commonly used and usually means, you know, to, to not pay enough attention to, you know, like we did with Mary's category last time around. Sorry, girl. I don't know why we're getting so worked up about that. It was fine. I'm apologizing. It's I'm not fine. giving you a short shrift. I'm not upset. <laughs> He's not Good. giving you a short shrift. The more you're the more you're talking about, the more upset I'm getting. And here's I a, went from zero upset to ten upset. Here's the thing, Mary. It's if like, I was a, if I was actually giving you a short shrift, you should be upset. You know what shrift is? Do you guys have any idea what shrift is? No. Shrift is the last chance for a condemned person to be absolved by a priest before getting executed. Jesus. So it'd so, be like if the priest rolled in and was like, yep, go to heaven, bye! Or, yeah, yeah. short shrift. So, so, Mary's kind of rolling at the same yeah. time while she's doing this. The priest, like, comes in and just doesn't stop moving at any point. It's like he's, like, on a hydraulic arm. He comes in and he's like, whoop, whoop. He's before that shark tank in the, yeah. in the zoo in Calibur. He's the piston on an ellipse. Machine, just <laughs> hey. constantly rock like any direction he's going he's going back <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah shrift is like kind of a big deal if you're you know if you're a murderer you kind of want you probably want to heaven yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so the implication of giving short shrift is that you know you might not get absolved in the process so to 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 give a short shrift is heavy duty and we just Throw it around. But does short shrift mean literally like the priest is not paying very much attention to you or giving you, like, not giving you a proper shrift? That's my understanding. It's okay. an improper mm. shrift. Yeah. That's yeah. no good. Yeah. <laughs> you, you only want proper shrift. I want a nice long shrift. <laughs> yeah. I'll take an average shrift, They personally. say size doesn't matter, but when it comes to a shrift, it does. Yeah. All women know. You want it to be long and strong. And, and you're going to get the friction <laughs> on. <laughs> The shrift shin. <laughs> Wait, is, is shrift a penis or a butt now? <laughs> I'm confused. Anywho. So yeah, so to give short shrift uh, is pretty rough. And you I do tried it. so hard to come up with a category that was going to be based on loose lips sink ships. Oh. <laughs> there is nothing for mispronunciation that rhymes with anything that is a mouth. I, <laughs> I worked on this for like 45 uh, minutes. Yeah. It was awful. So I didn't actually end up doing that. And instead, I thought about when was also the last time I ever heard someone say this. And actually, like, I think people do say this, but it's really weird to me because, like, most of these you can kind of read and you know what it means. But this, you could, like, if you said this to an alien, they would be like, excuse me, what? Like, there's no, there's no, like things to be gleaned from it and it just seems like old-fashioned and like old-timey and like why are we still saying it so i called it a werther's original very nice Mm -hmm. i feel like it's not it's old it's for old people but why because old people shouldn't still be interested in this and by old people you mean like people from like the 17th century because i mean really old people (laughs) i i don't know this might be one of those like weird uh, linguistic artifacts where the hell you call those things words that just continue to exist but don't mean anything anymore outside of like one particular quote like short shrift i because to actually understand this, you have to have historical context. Decided to reference uh, a very notable book in the world of quotes, Bartlett's Familiar Quotations. Oh, uh, and this came with is so cool. my God, the culture! Ow. Oh my God! Oh. Oh. I feel my lips stiffening as we speak. Oh, <laughs> oh my glasses broken half and became a monocle. <laughs> I only have astigmatism in, in one, one eye. eye. <laughs> it's my reading eye. Anyway, my category was uh, Bartlett and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
that's a, a great good one. one. Thank you. It's a really you. good one. So I took it. So Andrew gave us like some some like cheat sheets, basically. Of like mm. the you know the proper meaning of this quote is basically depriving somebody of a basic necessity. And I noticed a trend in this in this list that we have a very uh, socialist and a very capitalist group of uh, group of quotes here. Oh, like push pull, push pull in here. Hmm. So I called this one the letter F. Remember, I told you they're all deep cuts. This comes from the joke where you ask somebody, "What's the difference between a capitalist and a flying pig?" I don't know, Kelly. The letter F. Oh, lying pig. Lying pig. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's head became part of her neck. <laughs> With cackling. I love oh, that joke. That's, that's a good amazing. One. That's a good Thank one. you, friends. Yeah. That's really good. Um, I think Andrew gets it. I think it's Andrew, but I, Andrew, can I workshop yours for one please, minute? Because please. these are poorly done quotes i think you should have bogus journey here's the thing oh see here's the thing i thought about bogus journey because it's clearly the superior of the two films uh, come at me <laughs> all right all right okay, yeah i mean they're both so good i don't know it's they're both great it's children. a hard choice but but if you recall excellent adventure is explicitly about time travel aka going back into the past but bogus journey is about going into hell and other but bogus dimensions journey is more classical in it's that way it's much better in many ways yeah it's well it's, it's like classical it's like they, they go on that's like inferno i mean it's i i know but it's not time travel okay all right all right all right <laughs> believe me believe right. me if i if i could have justified making this a bogus journey joke i would have because it's a better film bogus is like bad bad quotes i don't yeah. know but you're right yeah you're right okay thank you yeah. fine I am right. You know, just say it. I feel like I'm very confident. I am right. I am right. I, you know what? I, 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 I am right, and I, I feel so confident. And you know why I feel confident in that? Because I believe personally, to thine own self, be true. <laughs> Hamlet didn't Cam- say that. No, he didn't. That guy Polonius did. Bingo. <laughs> that Thanks, guy, I like you said. Jumping ahead. That guy Polonius um, did. So yeah, so to thine own self be true. Something that... Uh, no doubt is on the bumper sticker of many RAV4s driving around <laughs> in the world. I think that you really overestimate the uh, the um, cla- like the poshness of a RAV4 to, driver. We're back to our culture, Hamlet, oh. by the way. Oh, yeah. From uh, Hamlet. By... It's from the movie not... Hamlet, not the mouth of Hamlet. The movie <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> the play. <laughs> but Mel Gibson didn't say it because he is Hamlet. He's... Doesn't that blow your mind? <laughs> We have a cultural artifact where Mel Gibson played Hamlet and was supposed to be sexy when he did it. Mm, sexy Hamlet. Yeah. No, I think that most uh, most RAV4s have one of those like equality fish or maybe a Darwin fish. <laughs> or a coexist filled with a bunch of religious symbols. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But then like someone who went to grad school and has a RAV4 says to thine own self be true. Why are we talking about this quote, guys? Here's why. Because here's the thing. This is a weird Here's, why. here's, here's why. why. Here's why. Strictly speaking... The quote itself means exactly what it says. The tricky bit. What do people think it means? Um, you are awesome and you are always right. Keep it do, up, dog. Do you do you even if people are telling you it's wrong? Yeah. Do thy own self be true? That's yeah, what people yeah, yeah. think it means. That, that's the upshot. Like, you know, you're, you know you're, you follow your own trail, bro. Um, live out loud. Laugh, live, love <laughs> to Eat, yourself. Pray, love. You always love at the end, guys. Yeah. What's what? no? It's always boob at the end. It's always, you Eat, boob. Pray, the, love. To thine own self be true, you boob. Captain <laughs> Hook. Captain Hook. Um, 
Tragically not actions that began to hook by sent by the character Polonius, Hamlet's uncle, who is a boob. And that, my friends... Famously a boob. Famously a boob. And that, my friends, is where the twist comes in. So if you were watching this as a Shakespearean audience member or just someone who watches Shakespeare, uh, you'll realize that when this boob Polonius says it, it's meant to be taken, ironically. Well, it's meant to be taken like... Polonius should never... Whatever Polonius says you do, you do the opposite. Yes. He does not give good advice. He is he is not someone you want to He is not the person you from. listen to, yes. No, no. He's not Dear Abby. He's not Ann Landers. Don't listen to him. Don't listen. Yeah. Exactly. So this is, this is a weird one because clearly, like, it's funny in that I guess it could trip up morons. But also to laugh about it makes you a bit of an asshole, <laughs> I think. I don't know. If you're like, actually, excuse me, to thine own self be true. If any yeah. human Means. being actually said this to me, I would laugh in their face and point. Oh, yes. in, in both directions. It's a fascinating thing. Yeah, I, I did posit to Mary earlier that your list of quotes I called as, uh, I think, locker quotes, gym, gym room quotes. We were in locker a locker room. room. Yeah, locker and room And you quotes. were like, and I thought she meant like what people would write on the side of stalls. And I was like, what classy bathrooms are you going <laughs> no, into? No, like, it's like what the school would write on the wall to like, or paint on the wall. To pump you up. To pump you and up. And increase your self-esteem. Because as Americans, we don't have great enough self-esteem as is. We all think we're terrible. We yeah. don't like these ourselves. So, um, yeah, so again, not much to say about this. It's ironic. It means the opposite because of how it was written. In its original context. It's meant to be like, oh, it's terrible advice, but people now think it's inspiring. Yeah. What do you guys have as categories? I don't know. Maybe you want to tell us your what? category Maybe first. I do. Well, that's one I've already used before. Again, the idea that you know, this is something uh, someone who might say to sound cool and tough, but not realize that they're sounding like a dope. So I went with broetic justice. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's mm-hmm. fair. I uh, focused on the people who are like, no, it's Polonius. So I called it, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> I mean like a ninth grader really. Yeah. So I I guess maybe I went with like a combo of the two of yours, which is so you think you know stuff and you want to give advice and you've got all of your electric fences and all the dinosaurs are female, but nature finds a way. So you say this thing and if you're saying this thing, you probably are a boob like Polonius. So nature finds a way to make this quote actually make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you get it. It's deep fine. Yes! I love it. Go for it. We're all yes! such deep cuts today. Mary is also bringing culture in Jurassic Park. <sighs> Have you heard the Jurassic Park theme song? If it doesn't make your heart you patter in your You know my chest. cousin walked down the aisle to the... Him and his wife oh, walked down the aisle. It's such a pretty so song. Cool. Jurassic Park song. That's genuinely awesome. Yeah, they had a dinosaur-themed wedding. Great. Well, Mary, Mary takes it. So Polonius um, was a Polonius was a boo, but he was Hamlet's uncle. And you know what? Was he Captain Hook? <laughs> I would love to see an all Peter Pan version of Hamlet. I'd love to see. <laughs> I just want to see all those little boys dead. <laughs> Mary. They can't die. They're called the Lost Boys. It's weirdo, not the little boys. But they are little boys. I mean, you're not I wrong. didn't. <laughs> I just give them their proper names, please. I want to see all those Lost Boys dead. Does that make it better? I think I want to see all those little boys dead is worse. I know, but it leads into the creepy. I'm not trying to cover it. I, I mean, know it's creepy. Rufio was pretty annoying. Rufio. Oh, I thought Rufio was handsome. Yeah, we all thought he was handsome. Yeah. 
<laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly from the past is like, get in line, sister. <laughs> I want to run my hands through his red feathers. <laughs> and then wipe That's the That's probably the why we had the hair. Mm, yeah. The, oh. Um, I did not like the food fight scene. That's scene. <laughs> <laughs> Culture. Culture. Also, also to have a pretend food fight is one of the saddest things I can think of. Because, mm. right, it was like when he becomes a child again that he can see the food. Also, they were all eating just like colored whipped cream. Not, not healthy. Yeah. But if a child was in charge of your diet, that's what you'd eat. Yeah. If I, if I was a child, I'd be like, it's all hot dogs all the time. You know those hot dog toasters from uh, Sky Mall? Yeah. We all use them. We're... That's the only plan. We have to have backups because we're going to burn through this. We throw out the oven and replace it with 13 hot dog toasters. It's just, it, and they're all like lined up in like a big, like banks where the oven used to be. <laughs> and there's just one surge protector. Very dangerous. It's, oh, I that's such a me move too. I would totally do that. Yeah. And, and there'd be like one one central bar connecting all of them yeah. so you just press it down to depress all of them at once <laughs> flip the giant switch brilliant how many hot dog toasters do you think you'd fit in the, in the average oven size I'm thinking you'd fit three across and maybe or maybe four across and three down that's a hard question because I've never seen one in real life in person like, like, this is the size I of mean, a regular toaster I think no, we one, no one has ever seen one in real life because it's from Sky Mall that's so. right it's not a real thing how were... many zombie crawling out of the ground guys... yard decorations <laughs> could you fit into? Could you fit yeah. in many, the space of your toilet? How many stairs yeah. for older dogs to get up on your <laughs> to, bed? To get up to get up to their gigantic ten thousand dollar LED lit dog bed. That's right. Yeah. What? I mean, it's the size of a standard toaster. Yeah, fair. If right. you got one of those things, do you think it's much smaller or much larger than a standard? Toaster? I mean, I've, here's the thing: I've seen a hot dog, Mary. They're not as big as toast. I don't think you're making footlong toast hot dogs in it, but it has a it it has a toaster element for the for bun buns. too. Whoa! Which I know you know that's the reason Andrew and I don't understand that is because we are strictly a steamed bun family. Oh. In fact, we used to have a bamboo steamer almost strictly to steam buns in, until we tried to cook tamales in it and we almost burned our house down. Yeah. It was a rowdy night. It was a, it was a crazy <laughs> night. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, so again, I, I know we, we were ragging on Polonius for being a bit of a boo, but he was Hamlet's uncle, and you know, family matters, guys, especially in the context of like Hamlet or Macbeth actually, I don't think if. Did I do that? Oh, yeah, no. that's what I was thinking. F. Uh, it's F. F. <laughs> family matters, guys, because you know why? Because blood is thicker than water. <laughs> the next item on our list. Um, Wow, what a weird one. So, you know, you hear that, like, a oh, blood is thicker than the water. That's so sweet. Your family means a lot, and you should do things for them. They're thicker than water. <laughs> you know what this quote actually means? What does this quote mean? This quote is from the Bible, I believe. From Timothy? Or something like that? <laughs> from the, the book of Tim. The, bo- <laughs> the book of Tom Tom. No, the book that's, of Timbo. That's, that's a one farther along. Tim Tomarino! Tim! <laughs> 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 what is that? Tim the Tool Man Tail. <laughs> and the Lord said unto them, huh? <laughs> 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 anyway, So the actual meaning. <laughs> so in this instance, the so there are two there are two main parts of those: blood and water. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to take a step back and read you the actual full quote. Hold on one second, man. Pull that up. That'll give some context. It's important. Oh Jesus! I just came to the full quote. Yeah. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Yikes. Which at first made me think about 
the idea that the blood of the covenant must be the blood produced by the melting off of Nazis' faces. Yeah. And to hear that it's thick the in the... man will pass. Yeah, and, and to hear that it's, that it's thick in the water is impressive because at the end of that movie, uh, th- those faces had very little viscosity. Also, so, also, it just like sprayed out of them. Yeah, crazy. Nazi blood, very thin. Super thin. <laughs> Turns out, though, that's not even they right. They do not though. have high cholesterol. <laughs> it's loose yeah. in there. They are all they blood thinners. The, the juice is loose. <laughs> the juice is The loose. juice is Nazi faces. <laughs> They prick, they prick their finger and it's like, pew, it's a water spout coming out of their hand. The blood of the covenant, no. Yeah. Uh, High blood pressure, loose blood. <laughs> but the thing is, turns out this quote from the Bible, I think, is not actually about the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Weirdly enough, this yeah, is just a coincidence that there was a covenant and that's a lot of blood. People, that's why people have stopped going to church. And why movie theaters have started showing old Indiana Jones movies. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Keep culture alive. Um, Put more Nazis in the Bible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, then, and then give us a, a, a sexy hero to punch him with a meaty fist in the face. <laughs> give hay- deliver haymaker. More Nazis getting haymakers in the face in the Bible. You know who I'm that- calling for it. It's what the people want. <laughs> you know who that hero could be? Jesus. Timothy Indiana Jones. <laughs> Timothy Indiana Jones. No, do you realize why Jesus would be amazing? He was Jewish. He's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fa- oh my God. Oh my God. Are the Romans the first Nazis? <laughs> Whoa. 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 I think we've taken this culture thing, like much like the History Channel. We started <laughs> with delivering facts and culture, and now and we're now talking it's about ancient Now it's crackpot theories strictly <laughs> about <Yeah>. Nazis. <laughs> Ancient Nazi aliens. Yeah, it is important. Getting the beat down by JC. (laughs) (laughs) It's important that this quote is actually about. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's important that this quote is actually about uh, ancient spaceships. Led by Nazis, of course. Actually, this quote is about the fact that apparently the blood of the covenant is apparently the blood spilt by soldiers on the battlefield, and it's thicker than the water of the womb, which is the actual thing that binds you to your family, and I'm assuming is amniotic fluid. So you should, so like, actually, you don't care about your family, you care about your, like, bunkmates in the military. I think what it means is your your murder bros are more important. Your Your murder bros are more important than your Are you are you a talking head Your murder bros are more important than your mom. Yeah, that's fair, fair. Um, uh, if you, if Jesus Christ were... Oh, good, we're back to this were marriage. Indiana Thank God. Jones, would he go by Bethlehem Christ? <laughs> <laughs> or Bethlehem Jesus? And then his, and then his, <laughs> Joseph would come out and be like, your name is Jesus! <laughs> no, no, Indiana was the dog's name. So what was Jesus' dog's name? Oh, God. That's the question. That's in the missing years. We God don't know that. only knows. Mary did the like, most perfect wink the first time before she said, get it. That was, that was magical. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'd see Jesus well, as some, Indiana Jones. We've had sounds... some laughs. Yeah. I, who, where's Kirk Cameron? Most importantly. He would, yeah. Most importantly, where's Kirk Cameron? I want him to make this movie. <laughs> Stop being he, so impertinent. He would. <laughs> he would. He, he would. He would. He has in his own mind, I'm Get sure. Get to the part. I feel like explaining this quote must be what it's like to feel 
like you're getting a neck tattoo of Heath Ledger's Joker. Just like it's so like creepy. Like it's actually about blood and how the blood you spill is tighter than your mom's amniotic fluid. Like, whoa, yeah, like, you're, uh. you're worse for you're worse if you understand this quote. Yeah, it's so like <laughs> and it, believe this quote. Yes, it's after like, you understand it. Such a gross edge lord, like disgusting. Like can't uh, uh, actually want blood kind of thing. This is also, however, something I can imagine a Real Housewife yelling at another Real Housewife. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. This is something that real people say for sure. Yes. Yeah. For sure. And half the time when they say it, a cloud of a cloud of vape just comes out of their mouth (laughs) miraculously. (laughs) (sighs) Um, So that leads to my category, which again is my second Bartlett's reference. So again, the the book itself, uh, Bartlett's. uh, Did you cheat and just read this fancy book? Did not. I did not. I did not. Bartlett's familiar quotations. I did not. I did call this category Bartlett's Familiar Neck Tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I uh, called it Gustav Klimt's Portrait of Adele mm. Block. Block. Why? Because uh, if, if your murder bros are impertinent. Are impertinent to you. That means it's war. Which means, that, and we were talking about Nazis. So. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, I, all right. I knew we were going to talk about right. Nazis, basically. <laughs> Kelly's like Nazis are all over this list. <laughs> yeah, it's good. This is the this is a surprisingly Nazi heavy list, guys. Yeah, okay. oh. But you know what? That's okay because Nazis are part of history, and history is part of education, and education is part of what makes us cultured. I only know the first part. <laughs> I went in a very different direction. Oh, good. Then yeah. Either of you, because mine's many not na- about Nazis, oh, okay. and my na- mine, not at all. And mine is not about neck tattoos. Mine is Ooh. about the exact opposite, which is I thought that this is kind of like an eye bulging statement, and mm. it's a little bit dramatic, and it's a little bit too into its family. <clears throat> if you misunderstand it, which I think yes. is what yeah. how most people use it. Yeah. So I call this a sister wife needlework sampler. <gasps> like oh, this is yes. something they so have in their home because they're all real into getting to be blood with each other. Yep. Yeah. Mary wins. I think you take it. Boom! Nice. Boom! Mary Good, because my other two <laughs> categories are not great. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two that I thought were good. Anyway. Girl, you just took it. You took it. You, t- you took it and you ran with it and you got away with it. Scott free. And <laughs> the next item on our list. Another idiom. I don't apologize. <laughs> you got off scot-free. And she's like, nail me to the cross like Bethlehem Christ. It's another idiom. <laughs> it just isn't that impertinent, guys. The distinction just, doesn't What's impertinent is that we're having laughs. We're all like really coming close to talking about, talking like Cliff from Cheers. <laughs> he says things that are pertinent. And also probably has bonkers conspiracy theories about Nazis. Oh my God, you know that he's a racist. Oh God, can you imagine yeah, actual, in Boston. actual Cliff in 2018? Oh, you think he's Cl- a proud boy. Yeah, you, th- oof. you think Cliff- He's a mailman. Yeah. You think he voted for Trump? Yes. Yeah. Or did he just not vote? I think that's he doesn't it. vote. Yeah. yeah, that's the... Well, if he's a mail carrier, he certainly can't. I notice I use wait, wait, the wait. proper term as a mailman. Wow. Mail carrier. He doesn't have time to go vote. I was gonna say, are mail carriers not allowed to vote? That yeah. seems unfair. They work for the government. Oh my god. Yeah, you see here, Normie. Just that none of the candidates represent my particular worldview. I love that when people say that. You're like, well, duh. Yeah. Who does? 
Can you even find another? You human? do, and yeah. that you're yeah. not running. You're lucky if you can find like one other person that agrees with you on everything. Yeah. And probably you won't like them because they're going to be too much like yourself. And most people have a small degree of self-loathing. <laughs> so, yeah, big degree if you're me. Oh, <laughs> also, also, I was going for the joke. Also, yeah. like. Road maintenance isn't a huge part of my own personal ideology, but it's super important. So I want my like my, the people in politics to know about it and believe in it, and I don't have to. No, I'm fully on board with the asphalt party. Can myself, someone give right? me a shoe that I can bang on the table? <laughs> <laughs> you got a mug. Use that. I'm glad we. I'm glad this took a political direction because surprisingly enough, this actual quote is uh, the most Republican one on the list. Uh, the so I think the assumption might be that he got off scot free is somehow a reference to like. Scott Sli- slippery Scotsman breaking the law and getting out of there, but no, it's nothing. Nothing to do with Scotland at all. The Scot was a uh, social wel- welfare tax from the Middle Ages. I believe started in Scandinavia and sort of uh, came out down south through other uh, European countries. So to get off scot free means you didn't pay that tax. Oh, that's the most Republican. thing It's of the all most times. Republican thing of all time. Yeah. Let me immediately jump into my category then. Yeah, please. Remember my category, uh, the letter F? Mm -hmm. It's not the letter F, but I am going to capitalize on that joke. Oh! Oh oh! Oh, oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Kelly is making amazing faces. (laughs) Kelly is making faces that I've only ever seen Shirley Temple make. It was one of those categories that I made. I was just like, oh, man. I'm did so you gr- laugh to yourself? Did, I did you throw back your head and do a full-throated laugh? <laughs> I did a good chuckle. <laughs> you're like, you're like, once again, Kelly, you suffer the indignity of being clever and alone. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, Captain Hook. <laughs> yes. I call this a Werther's original, which now that I know it's Republican, I stand by a million percent because old people... But, like, you got off scot-free, like, I, you know, I know people must say it, but, like, who? I, uh, because, because this is, again, isn't it, one where you need historical knowledge to really grasp the actual kind of boring meaning. Which was not provided to us, I'm realizing now. I'm so sorry. Avoid <laughs> paying taxes. That does not really get over it, but anyway. Yeah. Um, it got me to my joke. Oh. If that's true. Uh, because, because, again, the historical necessity of this, uh, the, 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 because you need to have a, a deeper understanding of history to really get the meaning of this, I went with uh, Bartlett and Ted's excellent adventure. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Kelly's. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, Kelly's. Yeah, it's no doubt. Thanks, yeah. guys. It's always good to have a category that is dependent on another category that may or may not get anything else. <laughs> but I'm taking it. I like it. Take it to the bank where you didn't pay your taxes. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. It's a Swedish bank. Guys. <laughs> You know, it's important to pay your taxes, guys, because having money, it can be dangerous. You know why? Because money... Flammable. <laughs> Is that the reason? People <laughs> rob you more often. Yeah. You know, all those things tie into the idea. Mo bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and consequently, more problems. Mo problems, Mo. please. Mo problems. It's, it's very uh, important. You're like, there's, it's very important that there are suddenly so many Mo's around. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. Come on. problems. Get out. Money is the root of all evil, guys. That's the next item on our list. So I I'm, have terrible news. Yeah. This is from the book of Tiffany. Tiffany. We're not, guys, we're not even drinking. <laughs> nope. Today we're having I'm just some a straight l- water. I'm just drinking plain water because I'm a little dehydrated. Not even sparkling. No, just straight up water. It did have some ice cubes in it, but they have oh. since melted. 
Um, so that this bo- is from the this is from the King Germs Bible <laughs> Book of Tyranny. <laughs> the, the book it's very t- pertinent that we know. <laughs> so the, the blood thing isn't from Timothy. Bummer. Uh, I well, I, you're not notes. Don't say so. I should have organized notes, your my notes better. Your source here does say it does that say. it's from it's from Timbo. <laughs> Tim Tomberino. The actual uh, quote is sorry is not that money is the root of all evil, but that the love of money is the root of some evil. <laughs> It's just so persnickety. It's like, look, hey. money's okay, but like loving it can be a little bit evil. Some. We're not saying that it is evil, but, but like it might somewhat be. evil. What did money ever do to anybody? This is the ultimate, like, guns don't kill people. People kill people. people. Kill people. Money ain't evil. It can do some evil things. I now I'm thinking about it like all those times you talk about like irrational fears, like shark attacks, and they're like, people are always like, it's more likely to hurt yourself getting out of bed than it. Been bitten by a shark, like all that stuff, and you're just like, oh, yeah, it's my bed is not primordially terrifying the way a shark is. So shut up. But I do also my like, bed's not in water, so there's n- I'm not. This isn't get the bit late eighties. <laughs> well, um, so I do wonder if anyone's ever just like died because of money, like, like Scrooge McDuck style, like they were swimming, swimming and drowned. <laughs> Choked on a quarter. Andrew's head looks so weird in a hoodie with headphones on. Andrew has decided looks, to put on his hoodie. He looks like he's a very small head <laughs> face on a very big head. I'm settling in, guys. Let's see. Kelly's just too. I don't have hood. Oh, I do. Oh. Guys are making me feel excluded. It's sorry. It's fine. Blame it on the money. Don't blame it on the money. <laughs> I bought this at Target. I got more money, so- and I got more problems. And you bitches are the reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I, so this was the sister wife uh, needlework sampler because it seems it's very Bible. from the Bible. It's very bible and also I could see this hanging in someone's home. Yes. I, follow me on this one, call this one an apostrophe. Why is that? Because it's half of a quote. A quotation mark is two apostrophes. Or it's an unfinished quote, I guess. Okay. Okay, I see what you did yeah. there. I see what you did. Okay. Mm. I called it the letter F. <laughs> I made that sound with my mouth. I wanted to go on the record. <laughs> I don't like doing that. It tickles my nose. Make sure to breathe through both your nose and your mouth. When you do. Uh, Mary yeah. Johnston human balloon party trick. <laughs> it's human like balloon breath. <laughs> if she breathes into your mouth, your voice goes five octaves higher. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I wish. Uh. I wish. She would just be blowing. <laughs> hey, babe. Um, so, wait. What was your category, Mary? Sister, wife, needlework sampler. Mm-hmm. And cat letter F. F. And apostrophe. I'm feeling pretty good about mine. I'm not going to brag, but I'm bragging. Yeah, I like yours. I feel like... I feel like... I think I just like because it's novel. Thank you. It's not very clever, but it is... <laughs> it, it does reference... We need at least one dad joke. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I like mine, but I will accept. I, I mean, you have an amazing category, but I feel like I feel like it's like run its course almost. Fine. You had well, you had your flip, your double flip. This one doesn't have a flip. You does are it? Yeah. you are now that statue. I was you in led the me to believe desert. that you were the M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong of this, and that you were going to flip them every time. Yeah. And then you didn't flip this one, so now I'm like, what? Where's the tweezed? Where's my twist? It's important to have a twist. You don't like the twist is that there isn't any twists. <laughs> it's just a straight story. The Get twist, over it. 
The twist is that we made a rule that you had to use your categories for more than one thing. <laughs> that is the twist. So I couldn't come up with something. You already had it for two things, though. No, those are two separate categories. Oh! Whoa. <laughs> okay. I thought it was just an appended. Nope. <sighs> so can, can we all... Can we Andrew, all... I, yes. it can be a parenthesis. I know, a, apostrophe. Yeah, that's what I was going for. It could be so a parenthesis. Just... Please, my dear Aunt Sally... Get on out of here. It's an apostrophe. So we all can collectively agree that it's apostrophe is the category that I, I got that last one. Yes. <laughs> Would you perhaps say that great minds think alike? No, because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> oh, great minds think alike, guys. Uh, I I am they? guilty. I'm guilty of of doing this. Basically, I like to say great minds whenever I do something else to somebody. Like, whenever me and somebody else do the same thing. Is there lots of pointing that's involved, too? Yes. So I was like, great mind. <laughs> and it's usually for things like going to get water at the same time. <laughs> like, that's, what like, that's the level see, we're I like, at. I like that a lot. I feel like every time... I feel like I'm in a business. My job involves a lot of people being like, yes, so we're all agreeing here. Are we all agreeing? Yes, yes, okay, yes, we are on the same page. We have collaborated and now we all agree. And like someone always is like, great minds, am I right? And I'm like, let's not like pat ourselves on the back now. Yeah, so it seems a bit much. Especially since the last half of that quote is, uh, the full quote rather, is great minds think alike, but fools seldom differ. Eat it, sheeple! Yeah! <laughs> this is another one where it's kind of like, if you know the full quote, and you're like, ugh, yeah, great minds, but fools seldom different. It's very, like, snotty hot topic. Yes. Oh, that would have been a good... I kept trying to find a good, like, category along that line, and I, it could it didn't come up. It I couldn't. On, well, I worked on a little... I worked on a little bit of, like, cafe press, because none yeah. of these quotes are, like mainstreamy enough or pithy enough to yes. make it onto maybe to die on selfie true I suppose but like onto a t-shirt but you know there's one for a cafe press of every single every one, one of these, these. yeah <laughs> yes, for sure I um I did succeed where Kelly faltered with my category whoa whoa I, that's pretty brazen of you to say that you've succeeded without us hearing it Bartlett's familiar neck tattoos Oh, because it's hot topic. Yeah. Hot topic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, okay. I yeah. called it the "Are you smarter than a fifth grader?" Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh, man, can you imagine ten-year-old being like, <laughs> <laughs> so full of themselves because they just learned something? Asshole. <laughs> Actually, if a child said this to me, I'd be like, because <laughs> you're a child and you're cute. Um. So. What if little Alice came up to you? Oh. Everything she says is like, gold. She'd be like cookies, and I'd be like, yeah. And she'd be like, great minds think alike. And I would be like, high five. Full sound endeavor. So, as we all know, Captain Hook said this. <laughs> and a crocodile. Guys, do you know that crocodiles are super, super old? Their design has not changed since before the dinosaurs. They're still like Mark One. Yeah, they're like yeah. Mark One. They're they're iPhone One. They're just iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> they're the, the the OG. They they're the same. Are alligators Samsungs? Oh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let me really think on that metaphor. I gotta make sure we get this right. Sorry, just. Uh, Where, what are Caymans? Nexus. <laughs> Nokia. Um, oh man. Oh, no, Caymans, Caymans are definitely team whatever T-Mobile phones are. <laughs> it's I, like nobody wants that. Get that out of here. Think that includes iPhones. That includes iPhones. But T-Mobile service no, no, on no. any phone There's, you don't Cayman, want. Caymans are Blackberries. Oh, mm. maybe. Turtles are Blackberries. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Blackberries on blast. <laughs> what I was getting around to is 
Captain Hook said this, crocodiles are dinosaurs, and nature finds a way. Because <laughs> 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 if someone says great minds think alike, you're like, are we great minds? Because I don't really think you're that smart. <laughs> and then you get to the full seldom differ. Oh, it. it does work out. So it does all work out. Yeah. In the end, people who say this are actually saying the real quote. They just don't know it. They just don't know. Mm, yeah. I like that. <laughs> and then they want to teach you about chaos theory with water on the back of your hand. <laughs> so what was your category? Nature finds a way. Oh, okay. Duh. That, that, whole, that whole last few uh, sentences. That whole Jurassic Park fruit salad that poured out of my mouth, also nature finds a way. <laughs> Dual categories, Mary. <laughs> kidding. Um, what was yours again, Kelly? Are you smarter than a fifth grade? I mean, Mary gets it from I think, description yeah, alone. I, think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I accept it, but I, mean, I do, do you like, think... are you smarter than a fifth grader? I like, I like to win. Bartlett's familiar neck tattoos was pretty good, too. Oh, my God. What? We all disagree. <gasps> I wish I you had a quote. smart, guys. Yeah. Great <laughs> <laughs> right minds do not think alike. Ha-ha! I don't know what to do. Uh, I I actually think Andrews, if you're taking yourself out of the running, Mary, I think Andrews is better. What did you take yourself out of the running? I didn't necessarily take myself out of the running. I I actually think Mary gets this one. I think it's... it's... Okay, all right. Let's move on. We got a goal. Got a goal. I'm so sorry, Andrew. All right. I know you have great interstitials in between. I mean, let's not call them great. (laughs) I mean, you have interstitials between. You did a lot of work on this, and that's... Mm. I applaud you. Thank you. You know, I did a lot of work on this, and I think... The proof is in the pudding. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the same if you didn't smile so broadly after each of them. Oh, it's the last one on our list, guys. The proof is in the pudding. Is the proof pistachios? Plums, perhaps? Uh, vanilla is wafers? Is this a British quote? Uh, no, it's actually, I believe the quote itself is, is potentially British, but of or uh, originates in the 14th century. But in the 1920s, it changed to what we call today this this strictly speaking kind of nonsense the proof is in the pudding what does that even mean what it actually means is that the proof is in it's a piece of paper that's in the pudding that proves whether or not somebody did a crime <laughs> oh, oh. Well, <laughs> it's literally in this pudding we have to dig through this pudding to find it actually it's, it comes from the fact that in the 20s detectives started using pudding to collect fingerprints <laughs> so the proof the proof was often it's in the pudding in the pudding or you know if you needed to just pick up a gun you poured pudding on it <laughs> And then you could just pick it up without worrying about it. It just it refers to the fact that this is a steamed pudding, so it's full of hot air, so the proofing is in the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's here's the trick about this quote, guys. It's not so much that the proof is in the pudding, but the proof is in the flavor. Wait, wait. The taste of the pudding. The proof is in the rum, which is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding only if it's chocolate, because all the puddings are garbage. The proof is. Oh, I like a butterscotch pudding. No, no, actually, no, guys. I totally messed. I messed up. The proof. The the proof of the pudding is in the eating, which makes a lot more sense. You don't know if pudding exists unless you're eating it. It's the Schrodinger cat of puddings. I I eat it, therefore it is. To be fair, I feel like the this is the the most samey. This yeah. pretty much means the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Because the proof is in the pudding, right? Like supposed to mean like mm. we'll you know we'll see how this turns out, which is the same as the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> is this pudding gonna taste good? 
We don't out. know until we eat it, until we put it in our mouths. I mean... And masticate. It's, <laughs> pudding is not very chewy, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly's like, a chew, 100 chews per food bite. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so... She's, sp- on, she's on a, like, crazy Hollywood lady diet, <laughs> so she bites everything 100 times. Even pudding. Even pudding. That would make you hate food. Oh, Which I think is the point. Your teeth, too. Oh. Could you imagine... Oh, that would be so terrible. It's just so exhausting. Let's I'm not do that. I'm just realizing how much I don't like to chew. Which is a weird thing to realize. <laughs> like a, he's like, I'm going to start blending all my food. I'm going to blend this pudding. I don't have to chew at all. Blend this chicken finger. It's chewy. <laughs> just make it into a pudding. The proof of the chicken finger is in the flavor of the pudding. <laughs> this chicken finger pudding is terrible. Where's the proof? Where's the proof? <laughs> Uh, what do you guys have for categories? I thought there was nothing more. Uh, <laughs> this is a really a stretch. There is nothing more American than capitalism and eating dessert. So it's capitalizing on the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. Wow. Okay. You're welcome, guys. Thanks. I call this uh, rough cuts because I think actually the full quote is not that much more to say and is better. I um I had a similar theme. I just went with the apostrophe because again the comic quote is not the full quote. It's a half quotation mark, aka an apostrophe. Yes, but yours doesn't get at like it doesn't say anything about it beyond it being a half quote. Ouch. I'm just saying it doesn't. Jesus. Vanji. <laughs> Vanji. Um, Kelly, your yours is ridiculous. I can't, I can't accept it. It's perfect. I think you mean. <laughs> Kelly's like it's the most apt thing we've said all evening. It is. I mean, guys, the proof is in the pudding. It's a... And I'm serving some tasty pudding over here with my apostrophe category. I, if it's not mine, then it should be Mary's. I agree. But it should be mine. So... I won. <laughs> But Kelly also says you won. I don't know. No, I said that uh, if I can't win, then Mary should win. And then you agreed. Take it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. All right, guys. I'm out of interstitials. You know why? Because we did it. We did did it. it. Yay. We only sang the Masterpiece Theater song Many uh, many times and Jurassic Park many more. We did more humming than singing this time, which I think is a, a step it's, in the right direction. Yeah. Is it going to be so much humming? There's <laughs> so much humming. Well, thank you guys as always for tuning in. Tune you in. Thank you, Andrew. Do you tune into a podcast? Yeah, thank you. I think so. No, you don't. But that's Thanks okay. for downloading in to the podcast. <laughs> um, thank you, Kelly. Thanks. Thank you, Mary. You got it, Barosif. Um, if you like us, Please rate and review us in your uh, podcast platform of choice. It's really important because that puts you up higher in results. And then people will listen. Other people will listen to us. And then we'll keep doing it. And then it'll be fun. And maybe we'll even get sponsors. That'd be great. Yeah, Uh, then you can listen to ads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Follow us on the social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Post lots of sweet gifts. Some hot gifts. And um, tune in next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
An outrageous, An outrageous mechanism's, mechanism's production. production.